At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Back on Rocket Shop here with Sarah King. Hello. Hey. Can you introduce yourself and kind of tell me a bit about your music? Yeah, I mean, you just did. I'm Sarah King. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I play uh, blues rock with a side of Southern Soul and usually acoustic because usually it's just me. Awesome. Can you talk me Better lay off that liquor Before you kill someone Don't you know that I felt sicker From all that I left undone tell you this wasn't the best idea but you don't listen your bad luck keeps drawing me and now you're telling me the tale But I don't wear wedding rings And you're saying it like You've been here before But I ain't said a goddamn thing Well, you shot like a badge of honor
And now you tell me the tale once more again. But I don't wear wedding rings. And you're saying it like you've been here before. But I ain't saying a goddamn thing. No, I ain't What was the name of that song? That was Wedding Rings, or as wedding my bandmates liked to call it, the Wedding Ring Situation, if you listen carefully. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... <laughs> um, so do you write all your own songs, or do you play some covers as well? Um, depends on the show. For shorter sets, definitely, it's all my own stuff. Um, but for a lot of the longer shows, I do put some covers in there. So Awesome. And how long have you kind of been a musician? Like, when did it all kind of start for you? Really, in college is when I started. Um, I've been singing forever, but um, as far as, like, playing my own instruments and stuff, um, like, in high school, I'd always have to find like a guy to play guitar for me and I got really tired of that and so I taught myself how to play guitar um, and then in college is when I, I, I bought my first guitar um, on my 18th birthday I like saved up all my money and um, so in college is when I started performing and really writing my own songs and um, and kind of getting out there so and um, I know you're kind of new to Vermont. I was yes. reading on your website. Oh, yes. Can you kind of tell me about where you kind of started with music, where you've come, you've traveled a lot, and like kind of how, what brought you here? Yeah, um, I have kind of lived everywhere um, on the East Coast, like Maine, down to Georgia, which means oh. I should probably hike the Appalachian Trail at some point, <laughs> um, just because I've lived everywhere. Um, I lived um, just outside New York City for a long time, for about 10 years on and off, um, both for college and then for work. Um, and then relationships are what brought me to the South and then also to the Philly area. And um, some worked out, some didn't. But I always, you know, kind of traveled. And um, I knew that I didn't want to live in like suburban areas forever, um, but it took a long time to get there. Like growing up in Maine, I was determined that like, I, I needed bigger, better, bright city lights. You know, I grew up on a small farm and stuff. And um, so being right outside New York City when I was 18 was like, yes, this is, <laughs> this is totally what I need. And then when I was 28, I was like, I am exhausted. <laughs> like, I, need, I need to go back to where, you know, where the trees are taller than the buildings. And, um, and so that was a big reason that I came back to New England. And um, I know that, so you've been all over, you have a lot of influences. You can hear the Southern influences in yeah. there, but also <laughs> like those bluesy, I really love your sound. Do you have any particular like sound that you would call your own? Cause I know I wrote your description. And I was like, <laughs> bluesy country rock. What yeah. would you kind of defi 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 define That's kind of as? like, yeah. I honestly, that's one of my biggest um, probably hurdles right now is I literally, I have no idea where my music fits. Like I think it's like bluesy soul, but it's like every time I do a blues thing, it's not blues enough for the blues people. Every time we do a country thing it is totally not country enough for them like the singer songwriter things like I'm a little too like guns and whiskey <laughs> for them <laughs> so I really don't know where I fit so that's kind of why I'm like blues rock with a side of southern soul like it sounds cool it sounds awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I love your sound I think it is definitely unique you can't really say it's one definite thing and yeah that's, it's I think that's really what's great about being a solo act that you can kind of decide what you want to be more of once in a while yeah definitely and there, there are times like I just saw um the Ken Burns country music documentary. Mm -hmm. And so you asked about cover songs and like 
half of my set is now songs that I learned <laughs> about from that documentary. So it's all these old country songs. But of course, being me, I had to like make them sound like really sad and like depressing. <laughs> but yeah, just a big blend of like different stuff. So. And you usually play alone or do you have I bands? do now, yeah. yeah. Um, I just released an album that I did record um, with a full band and I love it. I, I'm super proud of what we accomplished. Um, but they're in Georgia, so um, kind of hard to get them. And like Georgia the state, not Georgia Vermont. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of hard to get them up here um, for gigs. I don't think I can pay them enough to like come up here twice a week. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so usually around here I, I play by myself. Um, I also, I sometimes play with a cajon player. Um, a lot of my stuff as you already heard like is has a lot of rhythmic stops um and so having a cajon player percussion player helps out i've actually started playing percussion i usually have a little um a little foot drum and a shaker and a tambourine and stuff that i'm often playing while i'm playing guitar just to kind of round it out because like i get bored of myself by <laughs> singing by myself so so yeah but for the most part by myself so like if anyone's really looking for like a bluesy rock band like let me know <laughs> I absolutely can. Um, let's see, what should we play? We'll play, we'll play you a, a sad, pretty song. How's that? Okay. All right. Suffer more good intentions than you'll ever do from a hand. Don't get caught up in the slaughter for your lost little
Slipping away slowly Going somewhere holy Oh, mama Oh, mama, I cannot follow You know it's hard to swallow Oh, mama Oh, mama, you're slipping away slowly Going somewhere holy That was really beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> what was that called? Oh Mama. Oh Mama. That's I loved that song. That was really beautiful. Thank um, you. So you wrote that yourself. What does kind of your yes. songwriting process look like? Because you're like stunning lyricist. I must say, like I'm like <laughs> <Thank> wow. <you. laughs> when I was uh, really really young, I used to say that if anybody ever told me that I was stunning, that I would ask them to marry me on the spot. So, what are you doing later? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, my songwriting process is is. Um, Everything usually happens all at once, and it usually happens in the shower. <laughs> so I, I keep a running list of lyrics on my phone, um, and you know, just things that like stand out to me. Oftentimes, it's my own personal life, but sometimes I'll overhear a conversation, or I'll read something. Like I'm right now reading an autobiography, like semi-autobiography of F. Scott Fitzgerald, and there's all this amazing like poetic language in there, and like I'm writing stuff down left and right. Um, and so I get ideas that will eventually have to do with a topic of a you know feeling and something um, but the the melody and the rhythm usually hit me in the shower <laughs> and so I'll usually have like shampoo in my hair and I'll have to like get out of the shower and like run over to my piano and I write everything on the piano um, to get like make sure that I have the melody the way I want it um, and I'll just like bang everything out real quick in like 10 minutes and then finish my shower and then I sit down with the guitar <laughs> and put it all together. Um, but the, the words and music usually happen at the same time for me. Um, but I don't write very often because of that. Like I, I wait for it to spontaneously happen. Like I'm always looking through my lyrics and stuff, but I would say I probably average two to six songs a year, I write very slowly. Um, I scrap a lot of stuff in the meantime too. Like I'll start writing stuff and I'd be like, forget that, but about two to six complete songs per year is what I come up with, so that's why it was slowly like but surely. Yeah, yeah, slowly but surely. It was like seven years from my last album to this one. So. <laughs> yeah. And how many albums have you recorded? I know you have your one with the band. Yes. Um, you yeah. just talked about, but have you anything like on your own, on your own, or? This, um, this, well, embarrassingly, yes, and thankfully <laughs> nobody can find it. Um, the one that I did seven years ago, I was like utterly determined that I was going to play all the instruments and I was going to do it all by myself and I didn't need to play a click track and all this and my oh my. Um, so I'm really glad that I, you know, released it. Like it was pretty, but I'm glad nobody can find it anymore. Um, and then a year and a half before that, the band that I just recorded with, we actually put an album out um, when I was living in Georgia. And that one's pretty cool, um, although the rhythm section is very different. So, you know, it's still me and the lead guitar player, like the fire is still there, but mm -hmm. the rhythm is like, on this album is like, leaps and bounds better yeah. <laughs> on the new record. And do you have anything coming up soon on like on your own up here or are you I still do, kind of, yeah. yeah. I play um, usually at least once or twice a week up here. Um, so I live in Ripton which is down in the Middlebury area so I don't do a lot up here but <laughs> um, I am at Switchback Brewing um, next Friday the 21st um, and more exciting or perhaps like more exciting for music goers. I'm at the Radio Bean for the first time on March uh, 11th which is a Wednesday 
just like now. And same time slot, 8.30 to 9.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that um, because I haven't played there before. So It's an awesome venue. I'm going to come see you cool. there. Like, yes. I'm totally coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> so since you've been in Vermont and kind of, I guess, it could be like your whole music career, what is your favorite venue to play at? My favorite venue to play at? Oh, man. Um, since I've been in Vermont, my favorite venue, huh? I will say that like most of the places that I play up here are not specifically like music venues. Um, so, you know, as far as like places to play, like I love it when people are like paying attention to me while they're sipping their cider or whatever yes. where we're at. Um, I did get to play um, at Higher Ground in the Showcase Lounge once, and that was That's really awesome. rad. Um, yeah. It was a super cool spot, and I would love to go back there again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know if I have a favorite. There, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Like I, I don't think I've played enough places multiple times to be like, yeah, like I love this crowd. I love this area. Um, in general, yeah, it's usually like the bigger stages. Um, like even when I was playing with my band and stuff before that I like more. Um, I do love playing live with a band and like I just feel like a rock star, you know, and there's different light colors yes. and like, you know, my own sound person, like I'm not there adjusting my amp sounds and stuff. So um, that kind of, so, you know, thinking back to like rock halls that I've played at is like, yeah, yeah that's rad. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you're a single solo woman in the music industry. How have you kind of been handling that? I know I was reading online, you were touring on your own in 2017, like living in a tent. Yeah, I lived in a tent. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty (laughs) rad. Um, Yeah, most of the time, like being, you know, being a female musician and being on my own is is totally fine. But there are totally um, times when, yeah, I mean, even today when I was like sitting here before we get started, I got some random Instagram message that was like, hey, sunshine. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Like, why? What? Like, I've gotten really fired up like over the last like year or so, probably because like I work part time at a college. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just so fired up about like, women have autonomy. Like we, we are not little (laughs) men and we don't need man's control. And like, we can do this on our own. And so, um, yeah, like I don't, I don't usually like feel like nervous or scared, like going places by myself, but like I am small, I am female. And so I think sometimes I have like a bigger chip on my shoulder than I need to, um, just because I feel like, I mean, if you've watched the debates, right? They're like, we have to be twice the man the men are to be taking it seriously. And and I feel that way sometimes. And I know um, it's kind of, worked against me sometimes because it almost seems like I have like like I'm not happy to be there because I'm like I'm gonna play this really loud song and it's angry (laughs) so so I'm trying to find that sweet spot of like embracing my femininity like it is totally fine to like be a woman like that is great (laughs) and and not have not feeling that it's like a handicap in the music industry yeah that's honestly like I think it's super cool that you're up here on your own because like I, I love music and I've been in a couple of bands and I always yeah. have like a whole gaggle of boys sitting it's in front of boys. me. It's always boys. It is always and, like, yeah. <laughs> and like my boyfriend playing acoustic guitar with me, like it's yeah. never just me. And I think it's right. so awesome that you're sitting up here because like, honestly, a lot of young women feel like it's a, still a men's game in a it lot of totally ways. Is. And it's really yeah. hard to like even book shows on your own and like yep. kind of be your own manager because like, yeah. It's be, hard. Be your own manager, yeah, not and you have woman to call manager. People. Yeah, right? like. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but that's it's totally it's totally true. Like, yeah, women I feel like are taken less seriously. Like, um, so I worked um, for Daddario, like the guitar string company, and I was an account rep. And there was one day where somebody called, and he was like, "Hey, can I talk to someone who knows about guitars?" And I'm like, 
yeah, like that's me. And I was the only female rep at the time. And it was like this whole to do where I'm like, I'm literally like, this is my job. I am sitting here with a guitar in my hand. Like, why won't you take me seriously? It was so frustrating and like, I mean, I am on fire. Yeah, women like I teach um, music lessons, guitar and piano, too. And and I primarily teach women, especially like young girls, because I'm like, you do not need a man to do this. Like, yes. you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been so discouraged learning guitar from like various men with big hands. Yes. Like, your hands are too small and your nails are too long. And I'm right. Like, yeah. OK. Do you see how small this guitar is? Like, I yes. built for me because I'm like, I'm little. I want something little. And so. <laughs> Yeah, that it's a beautiful guitar. What it's brand is gorgeous. that guitar? So Tell it, me about your guitar. <laughs> I, I love this guitar. It is a Yielding, which was made by a friend of mine in Alabama um, from when I was living in Georgia. And um, yeah, it is redwood on the top, um, which gives it that like really like really like warm sound. Mm. Even though like it's a young guitar, but it's mm -hmm. really um, yeah, it's got that I don't know that bassy feeling. But it's little, and then the back is this gorgeous black walnut, um, which also kind of rounds it out and just really gives it that fullness. Like I wanted something that sounded old without having to pay the old price tag. Because every time people are like, you had it built for you, how much did that cost? I'm like, I got the buddy deal. Yes. <laughs> um, and I had it modeled after the Gibson L1, the Robert Johnson style blues guitar, because I wanted something that was like, like back a hundred years ago in the 1920s, everybody had little guitars because they could like sit on a couch and play guitar and take it with them everywhere. And like, before I had this, I was literally playing like the J200 Jumbo, like those massive yeah. ones that, like, yeah. <laughs> I loved the sound, but I was like, I just can't, like I'm up here like trying to play like this. <laughs> I'm like, this is just not working. So um, so I reached out to my friend who builds and, uh, and he knows how I sing, he knows how I play. And he was like, I got you. Like, Amazing. Uh, yeah, and That's I was so, so pumped cool. because I, I wanted something that, um, that supported my voice well too. You know, I feel like a lot of the, um, like the spruce top new guitars are just like super bright and my voice is like yeah. <laughs> so yeah i'm super excited about this guitar awesome can you yeah. use it to play me another song i totally can yay um, let's see how many songs do we have time for left because i want to make sure i, what I time don't is it? like how many more do you have i have i have like tons so two more songs yeah two okay more. cool all right um let's see what i will play i will play you um that one that I played to warm up, that gets kind of loud, yes. but I, I dig it, so. So, funny story about this one. So I, I like singing like murder ballads, and once I was in a car with an acquaintance who didn't know me very well, and I was like, yeah, I sing murder ballads, and he's like, when can I get you out of the car? <laughs> like, do you not know what these are? Like, do I need to explain this to you? So, so here we go, so here's one of my, um, my favorites. Help me. 
play your next one now or do you want to talk and then do it how much time do we have yeah whatever works for you guys I mean, we go... can talk and then do yeah. it yeah sure, awesome so yeah. can you just tell me kind of about your musical influences and what kind of brings you to this yes. type of music absolutely so my influences i don't think are easy to hear in my music so i am so pumped to answer this question yes. <laughs> um my favorite singer is a guy called greg dully from the afghan wigs and the twilight singers um, and like nobody knows like his music and stuff. He actually is just coming out with a new album, but he's been around for a while. And he's like, he's really not a great singer, but man, if you don't believe every single thing he says, and you believe that like he's been through the fire and like made it back. And like I discovered his music during a really dark time, and it has been with me for the last like 20 years. And so um, he is my probably like my main songwriting influence because he allowed me to see like I can go to the dark side but I don't have to stay there like I can sing about it and like and it's okay you know it's okay to explore that um when I was a lot younger you know before I was really making my own music I listened to Sarah McLachlan like crazy and she's probably my biggest vocal influence um her vocal control is like out of this world and she's also a fantastic guitar player um but I didn't play guitar when I was really into her um, and then as far as like more modern influences, I really love Jack White's um, storytelling and just the way that like he just like, he's raw and gets into it yes. too. And I'm like, oh man, like I hear you. Um, so I would say those are probably like the biggest influences, but I don't think you can hear them at all. <laughs> so, yeah. You're making it yourself. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Um, so kind of with along that question, with your genre of music genres, yes. how do you think that's perceived in Vermont? Because I, mm. I go to a lot of live music and it's a lot of indie bands who are yeah. singing way up here with like their female vocalists yes. who are yeah. super airy and light and you're just, like so very much not that and I, <laughs> yeah. I love that like you have Thank a real you. like super powerful voice and that's so cool but yeah. how do you think that's perceived? I'm really not sure and like you really hit the nail on the head is like yeah how is it perceived and it is very different and I have this discussion with people all the time like I do I have a really big voice I feel you know like I'm Reba McIntyre right like yeah, you're it's awesome like, oh yeah and like but I feel like you know Reba was like awesome in the 90s and like she's not you know top in the charts now and like is that okay like I really don't know like there are some people who are like totally into it but I I honestly am not sure how it's perceived I don't know if it's hip to have a big voice now but um, I think it is I I think it's awesome (laughs) yeah like I've I've come to a point where um where I'm making the music that I want to make and not worrying about like whether you know is it marketable right now is it in right now because even if nobody listens to it like I want to listen to it and like like this new record I mean I was listening to it while I was driving up here because I'm like, awesome. hey, this is a great driving <laughs> record. And and um, and I, I try to 
be authentic and like sing and play like what feels authentic and real to me you know even if like the subject matter may not be what I would actually do in real <laughs> life but like I'll sing about it and get it out that way Absolutely. um so yeah so I, I don't know if somebody wants to tell me how it's perceived that'd be great because I, I really like I struggle to find my place in, in today's music um yeah landscape, so. and I think also you're coming from the south and coming up here and like yeah. how have you kind of handled that switch because it definitely is a, a big transition <laughs> it is a big transition <laughs> like, it is um and coming from like a much bigger city in the south mm -hmm. too i was in like the third largest um city in georgia and so um it was very different because even there which is so wild i mean it was a decent sized city but like i'd go to walmart to get like medicine when i had the flu and there'd be i'd be like you know, ragged, and there'd be people <laughs> are like, you're the girl in that band, and I'm like, please don't talk to me right now, <laughs> and like, and that still happens up here, because Vermont is way it's smaller, tiny, like, yeah. yeah, there's as many people in the whole state, it's like, yeah, so, um, so that um, would have probably been culture shock, except that I grew up in Maine, and so coming back to New England was like, I was like, okay, like, I, I get it, you know, when, like, the New England chill is totally real, oh, totally. like, yeah, like, <laughs> in the South, like, I would be out walking my dog, and people would be like, hey, how are you, and I'm like, who are you talking yeah. to, <laughs> and now, like, I can walk my dog, and nobody will look at me, yeah, no. <laughs> yes, thank you, but, yeah. um, yeah, definitely, I think, like, I don't know, I was thinking about it, like, the South is something that's super, like, ambiguous to me, I'm, like, from Vermont, I'm a uh, definite Vermonter, yeah. and I'm, like, I think this type of music definitely is a place in Vermont, Yeah. and I think it's really cool that you're kind of bringing a lot of different influences here, cool. because the Burlington music scene definitely loves diversity, so okay, we're really happy to good. have you. Yes. Like I said, like, these two shows, are, like, coming up are, like, my first in the Burlington area, so. No, totally, yes. it's, it's awesome, and I think... I'm going to have you play your last one, but Sweet. can you kind of give us a shout out for any upcoming shows, anything else you want to plug, like social media wise? Yes. Yeah. Social. Um, everything is Sarah King Sings, um, and that's Sarah with an H, not at the beginning. So S-A-R-A-H, King Sings, um, dot com is my website. Sarah King Sings as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube with some awesome new live videos up there that I'm super excited about. Um, and those pretty much, like, I primarily use Instagram. Um, and then, yeah, the show next week at Switchback on the 21st and then March 11th at Radio Bean um, are probably the, the next two shows. So, yeah, come see me at a show and follow me on social media and uh, tell me what you like about my music or don't like. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is The Madman's Doll. And that's doll like a doll, not a dog that goes woof woof. <laughs> People are always like, the madman's dog? No, no, puppet doll. Soon as I realize 
wasn't really mine Oh, said, baby, baby, please don't Baby, baby, please don't Baby, please don't drag me down Oh, baby, don't drag me Now in me you stay all that you admire Turn in me and stay in something you desire Was the Madman's Doll by Sarah King? Thank you so much for having ha- coming on tonight. <laughs> Thank Happy you for having me on me. tonight. Yeah, um, I had a great time talking with you. Um, go find her on all of her social medias, guys. Like she's awesome. Um, <laughs> this has been Rocket Shop on one hundred five point nine FM, The Radiator, W O M M L P, Burlington. I have been your host, Genevieve Rossi. Tune in next week to listen to our be- our guests, Bad to Be Good, and Brass Balagan. Thank you.